Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? Doing good, Jason. Nice to be here on this nice fall afternoon. Yeah, it is nice. And Dr. Mann, it's uh it's it's quiet in here. It's just the the two of us. We've had guests for the past uh, few shows, but um, it's it's back to the old ways. Just you and I. Just you and I. I don't know if uh, the listeners want me or another guest. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we'll find out. But either way, we we plan on giving you a great show, and we're going to be talking a lot about replacing silver fillings. And Dr. Man, there are a lot of our listeners who have old silver or metal feel, fillings in their mouth, and. You know, talk to us about metal fillings and when do they need to be replaced? You know, that's a common question we get a lot um, in our office is, uh, you know, when do I have to replace my older fillings? Now, metal fillings have been around for a long time. In fact, you know, it's probably one of the first uh, long-term fillings that, uh, that came about. And they've been about, they've been around for over a hundred years. Um, uh, you know, the, the one thing I tell people uh, is, you know, when fillings, uh, especially metal fillings, start to separate um, around the tooth, uh, then it's time to replace them. We take intra-oil pictures and use an intra-oil camera to take pictures of everyone's fillings. And when we start seeing them pull away from what we call the margins, that's a sign that it's leaking bacteria. And one thing about metal fillings that, uh, you know, uh, the average person doesn't know about, but the most dentists know about is that you can't see decay uh, really well underneath them on an x-ray. And the reason for that is the x-ray kind of bounces off um, metal. And uh, for that reason, uh, we can't see decay in the beginning stages like we can uh, on a natural tooth. Um, so it's very, very hard. So when we start seeing them leak, we encourage all of our patients to be proactive and get them replaced before um, we start seeing uh, uh, the decay on the x-ray because once we see it on an x-ray, that's a usually an indication if it's around a metal filling that it's deep. And what we're trying to do is avoid um, those uh, deep, that deep decay from, from infecting the inside of the tooth and, and, and turning uh, the tooth and the need for a root canal. So um, it's better to be proactive when they're breaking down. Um, the other thing that we see uh, with metal fillings is due to the coefficient of thermal expansion, and the way that they're put into the tooth, over time, a lot of people start getting fractures in their natural tooth that surrounds the metal filling. Um, and we see that uh, very commonly with, with that. And when I say coefficient of thermal expansion, when you drink something hot or cold, that um, metal filling will contract and um, shrink. Uh, swell, shrink is a good word to use, quicker than your tooth. And over time, after doing that over and over for a long period of time, it does put some tension on the tooth. Another thing about metal fillings is they, um, when, we, when we put those in, which I haven't in a long time, but when they were put in, um, they basically were packed tight down into the tooth. And then to get the seal to keep bacteria from getting in the tooth, um, they, they basically um, swell or they expand. And that expansion creates the tension that holds them in. And um, so uh, over time, when you're biting down on that tooth, you're pushing out in all directions uh, if you're biting on that metal filling. And then over time, we start seeing fractures. So those are the two common reasons why 
They need to be kept an eye on um, on a regular basis, and you need to be proactive because a you can get decay, and then b with those fractures that we see around those, you can you can break your tooth pretty quickly if those fractures are starting to get deep. So intraoral cameras are a great way to see that, and that's why we um, take them on all of our patients um, that have those metal fillings. In either of those instances, is this something that a person can, you know, sort of detect on their own, or is that something that really only you or a, a professional dentist is going to be able to determine? It's very hard to detect, Tom, because most amalgam fillings or metal fillings um, are in the back. Um, unless someone, you know, can get way back in that area with, uh, with a certain type of mirror, it's very unlikely they're going to be able to see the fractures and or the, the, um, the amalgam separating from the tooth. So if, for that reason, you know, that's another reason why we encourage people not just to get their teeth cleaned every six months, but, you know, we also do an evaluation of those fillings every six months to make sure they're not cracking and breaking um, away from the tooth. So it, it is very hard. We don't really see a lot of metal fillings in the front. I do see some um, from uh, years long past where dentists have put them in the front. Um, and that can cast a gray appearance um, on the front teeth. And a lot of people don't like that. Um, and some people have even come into our office and said, hey, I've got this gray look in my tooth. Um, can you fix it? And, and it's just as simple as taking out the amalgam. But no, you really need to, to see a dentist to determine if, if the if the uh, filling needs to be replaced. Yeah, that's a, a great reason to, uh, again, continue to make sure that you are getting your regular checkups. And uh, Dr. Mann, we hear so much about things that are potentially harmful and maybe things are good. It's it's really hard to wade through uh, what's healthy for us and what's not. But I know there are studies out there that show the amalgam fillings are potentially dangerous to our health. What's your opinion on that, Dr. Mann? Well, it's, pr it's pretty interesting. The federal government passed um, a law that all dental offices by June um, of, of last year has to have uh, what we call amalgam separators in their, um, in their water lines. And the reason for that, or suction lines, I have to say, and the reason for that is the amalgam has some pretty harmful um, uh, metals that, that are considered harmful. One of them being mercury. We hear about mercury all the time. Um, and that's really what they're trying to prevent is those metals from getting into the water system and the sewer system so that, uh, you know, they're not uh, leaching out into, into the environment. And so that's a requirement. So there is, um, there is some metals that are in amalgam that are potentially harmful. Now, having said that, is everybody um, susceptible to, uh, you know, having reactions and it uh, causing uh, problems? No. But there are a select few number of people who are highly sensitive to metals. And some of the metals that we see in amalgams are silver, mercury, palladium. Um, some of them have copper. Some of them have uh, other, other metals uh, mixed in, cobalt. You name it, um, they could be in there depending on the brand that was used. So um, uh, it, it really um, is up to the individual. Um, whether to get those out if they're not breaking down. Once the amalgam um, is placed, the first 48 hours is when a lot of the mercury, vapors, and some of the other uh, metals leach out. Uh, once it hardens up, um, there's not a lot, uh, studies show there's not a lot of metals that, that are coming out of the amalgam until they start breaking down. 
And so, um, you know, it, it really comes down to the individual. Um, if someone has an autoimmune disorder and they feel like, you know, they want to try to do everything they can to, um, you know, to get rid of any uh, things that could be causing a problem, then, you know, you might want to consider getting uh, the amalgams out of your mouth. But if you're not having any problems and your amalgams are holding up, I don't see any need personally to go in and replace them if they're, if they're functioning and the integrity of them um, are, 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 are good. Yeah, that's good to know. And if you are in a situation where maybe you have some fillings and you want to get them looked at, or maybe you want to have them replaced, get a hold of Dr. Man. Go to smileman.com. Man with two N's. That's Dr. Man's website, smileman.com. There you can view all the services that Dr. Man provides. You can book an appointment and you can find information about his three locations in Cary and Garner and in Fuquay. You can also call the office 919. 919- Four six two nine three three eight nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. A quick break and back with more. You are listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And today we're talking all about replacing silver fillings. And Dr. Mann, we've gone over um, you know who needs to be paying attention and some of the potential hazards that old fillings can uh, present to us. But uh, we're talking a lot about these amalgams, Dr. Mann, and when they start to break down, what are patients' choices when it comes to replacing them? Well, you know, in my office, we don't use amalgam any longer. Um, there's very few dental offices that are still using amalgam. And I think a lot of that has to do with some of the um, newer products that are out that we know that are better. Uh, one of the main things that we use, and it depends on the size of the amalgam, the larger the amalgam um, determines, uh, you know, what we do and the options that are given. Um, as I stated earlier, if your teeth has fractures in it and it's a very large amalgam and there's not a lot of tooth structure left that doesn't have fractures, then the next obvious um, thing would be a crown or an omelet. And the reason why we do that is we want to protect that tooth from fracturing um, and causing major problems. So the long-term function of the tooth is our, is our goal whenever we decide what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, you got to remember we're putting 10,000 uh, pounds on our teeth when we, when we chew. And so we have to be um, uh, very, very, uh, you know, cautious, I would say, about what we put in the mouth. Um, and then be a little bit more aggressive about what we put in the mouth if someone has fractures on their teeth, being a crown or an only. Now, if someone has a, a, um, a small amalgam that is breaking down or, or leaking and there's no fractures in the tooth, we always recommend and we always um, uh, usually place what we call bonding or a composite, uh, which, is a, which is a resin. Uh, the good thing about these is they're a lot more biocompatible. And what I mean by biocompatible is the body likes them and the tooth likes them. We're starting to see in the past six months to a year, 
um, composites coming out that will actually regenerate some of the dentin, which is the soft part of your tooth. Um, and the dentin really likes these. So we're seeing a lot more uh, biocompatibility with the body and the tooth, meaning the tooth really likes it. Uh, amalgams didn't have biocompatibility. Um, and that's why a lot of people, when they got them first place, it took a while for the tooth to settle down. They were always sensitive um, for a while. But now we're um, able to, you know, deliver something that not only is tooth colored, so we're not seeing that gray look, we're not seeing that black um, color in the mouth, uh, dark areas, um, but we're also um, able to provide a long-lasting restoration in a composite resin. A lot of these composites um, are, you know, are glass-oriented, meaning they have a lot of glass particles in them, and um, they, they go in kind of like a doughy mixture um, so that we can you know, uh, kind of be as, as, um, as conservative as possible. Uh, one of the things about the old metal fillings is you had to really take a lot of tooth structure away and, and put a lot of undercuts in the tooth to keep the amalgam in place and to keep it sealed. We can be very, very conservative with um, composites because they're actually bonding to the tooth. Remember earlier in the show when I talked about the expansion of amalgams? We don't have that. Um, with composites, we have the opposite problem, which is shrinking. And uh, we have to um, worry about that, which is, is not a, a bad problem because it means it's not putting a lot of force on the tooth. Um, we can make up for it by adding those glass particles to decrease the shrinkage. But the good news is uh, the bonding that occurs uh, with a composite to the tooth goes down into the, what we call the pores of the teeth. And that creates a seal all the way around the filling, unlike amalgams, which there is no bond. It's basically just sitting there and undercuts due to the expansion. So we see a lot less recurrent decay, especially deep recurrent decay. And we can also see that on the x-ray. So if an x-ray is taken, we can actually see the decay when it starts around a, uh, a composite where we, where we probably wouldn't around amalgam until it got really large. So that's some of the positives about and, um, you know, uh, the, um, other, the other um, thing that we tend to use that lasts a lot longer than composite is porcelain. Now that, you know, is an option uh, for anybody who is getting amalgams replaced um, is, is going straight to porcelain. Porcelain is very, very strong. And when bonded to the tooth, um, it will last a long, long time. And we can put any, we can put porcelain in small fillings up to very large fillings, meaning onlays or crowns. So, you know, those are the, the main options that we see. But I do, you know, always tell people, you know, uh, you know, be on the conservative side if you can. And, and, you know, do ask your dentist, hey, what are my options here? Can I do a filling here? Or what, you know, I always tell people, ask the dentist or ask me as the dentist, hey, 10 years from now, Am I going to, what, what's the best option for me to get 10 plus years uh, with the restoration? And your dentist should be forthcoming and saying, you know, what is going to be your best option? That's a really great, great question and, and something that uh, would help us out, I think, in uh, not just dentistry, but all of medicine, you know, uh, making that 10 year outlook is, is really key in making sure that you're getting the best choice for yourself and that uh, you're getting making a decision that's going to have the best impact for you over that period of time. If you want to get a hold of Dr. Man, maybe you want to ask him that question yourself, go online to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. 
Mann.com. There you can book an appointment to see Dr. Mann. You can also find information about his locations in Cary and Garner and in Fuquay. SmileMann.com or call 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. A quick break and back. You are listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. You are listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. I am Jason Kong, and we are talking all about replacing silver fillings. And Dr. Mann, uh, before the break, you were mentioning bonding. And I know from past shows that we've done together that tooth-colored bonding can also be used to change a patient's smile. Um, how does bonding work to cosmetically improve a person's smile? Well, bonding is easily applied um, to any of the front teeth um, if someone doesn't like how their teeth look. For instance, if you have some small spacing between your teeth and you don't want to go through orthodontics, um, you can easily have uh, the tooth-colored uh, composite bonded in. And it looks very natural. It, it, it polishes up nice and shiny like your teeth. Um, and, uh, you know, another thing would be is if, uh, say you don't like the color of your teeth and you tried to whiten them, we can go in and put a thin layer of, of the, the shade of, uh, a tooth that you desire over your existing tooth and, uh, change the color of the teeth. So, um, it's a very quick process. And the good news is it's reversible. You know, um, we don't have to take a lot of tooth structure off. We can actually, you know, do one tooth and see if you like it before we tend to do the teeth around it. So um, it's a very easy um, uh, composite. It's a very easy um, thing to do um, on pretty much anybody, whether it's small chips, spaces, discolored teeth, disshaped teeth, if you want them longer. Um, those things can easily be, be done, and, um, and uh, it's very affordable. Yeah, and speaking of affordable, your office provides Smile Bond, and that's an alternative to porcelain veneers. Can you quickly go over what Smile Bond is for those who aren't uh, informed about it? Yeah, Smile Bond is basically um, a lot of people come into our office and they don't like their teeth, and um, you know, Smile Bond is an alternative to porcelain veneers, um, where we take less tooth structure off. Um, the difference between direct bonding. And Smile Bond is we actually take an impression or a picture of your teeth and we send it to the Smile Bond lab. And they will actually um, make a, uh, what we call a stent that goes over the teeth that allows us to um, change the whole shape and size of your teeth to your desire, um, chair size, uh, fairly quickly. And um, it, again, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process that they have a patent on, but for those who can't afford veneers, uh, Smile Bond is a great way to get the veneer look without um, spending a lot on porcelain veneers. Now, are veneers better than Smile Bond? Some people say yes, some people say no. One of the things that I tell people about composites and Smile Bond in general is that they can stain, um, whereas porcelain veneers do not. 
So, and they wear a little bit um, quicker uh, or, or more so than porcelain veneers, but they are very affordable. So if someone wants to change their smile and they can't quite afford veneers, then it's a great alternative for those people. And it looks fantastic. And it's a lot faster than veneers. Um, we can do it chair side uh, immediately. So if someone has say, you know, a wedding or event coming up and they've decided, Hey, I want to get my, my smile done. It, it doesn't take as long as veneers um, to process and get it done. Yeah. It's good to know that you have those options there. And um, you know, you've, you've kind of outlined the basics, but when someone comes in for a consultation, uh, how, how much time do you spend with them to try and help them decide which is the best path? Well, you know, the first thing we wanted to do is ask them, you know, what they would like to see changed about their smile, whether it be, you know, I want longer teeth. I want a different color, uh, shape, size, spacing. And then we have a lot of, uh, we have what we call a smile book and believe it or not, there's a lot of different smiles. And, um, we go through uh, the, the different smiles and, and, and choose three or four that will look good with their face. Remember, your smile, uh, your teeth are not just a part of your smile. Your lips, um, your face, face in general plays a big part of that. And we help, um, we help the patient decide from their desires which shape to go to. And um, once we decide on a shape, we send that to the lab. And the lab will fabricate what we call a stent. And we can make... Um, the these uh, teeth to the desired shape whether it's veneers or whether it's smile bond and the good thing about that is that the, the patient gets to decide if they like it or not so with smile bond you know we can make changes very quickly chair side um, with veneers we actually put temporaries in place for at least two to three weeks to make sure that the patient likes them before we move forward with the lab fabricating the porcelain veneers so the patient has a lot of, um, uh, you know, control over what their final smile is going to look like. And they don't have to make a split second decision, um, and, which is so important because, you know, you might get home, you think it looks good in the office, but you might get home and someone say, you know, your teeth are too long. You know, you, your kindergartner might say, yeah, your mom, you, you look, you have buck teeth. You know, you never know. And then, and then it's going to be playing in your mind and you're like, oh, now it's too late. Well, it's never too late. And uh, when you're doing it this route, when you, when you do those wax ups, uh, um, because the patient gets a lot of control. Yeah. And having that control is so key. And Dr. Mann, we're, we're running short on time here, but we are getting close to the end of the year. And due to COVID-19, many listeners have unused benefits when it comes to their insurance or their flexible spending accounts. Is bonding covered by these plans? Yes, bonding is covered by a lot of plans. Um, you know, they, they do tend to cover what we call composite resins, which is what we submit them as. And um, they will cover, uh, many plans will cover a large percentage of it. We see up to 80% coverage. So, um, uh, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up because with COVID, we, we have had a lot of patients, you know, that have not come in due to the fear of the COVID. Uh, coronavirus. And we've said on our show many times how safe the dental office is and the steps that I've taken in all of our offices. Um, but I will remind everybody, if you have benefits um, that you do have, November and December are going to be very, very busy in most dental offices. And that's because of the, the amount of people that have not used their benefits that are going to want to. So don't delay. Go ahead and call the offices and get on the schedule because if you don't there's a great chance that you won't be able to get in um, at the last minute like we've seen in the past. 
So um, use those benefits because you want to keep your gums and your teeth healthy because that keeps your immune system healthy, which if you do happen to get COVID, will keep you from getting into serious conditions. That's great to know. And if you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, go to smileman.com. That is the website. Don't forget there are two N's in man, smileman.com. There you can book an appointment. You can find information about the locations that Dr. Mann mentioned in Fuquay, in Garner, and in Cary. And don't forget you can always call 919-462-9338. Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? Well, we're going to do the famous calls, uh, questions from our listeners, calls and questions from our listeners um, is always a popular one. So I hope everybody will listen in. Excellent. Hey, don't forget to get your email in. You can always email Dr. Man at smileman.com. D-R-M-A-N-N at smileman.com. Man also with two N's. We got to get out of here. It's time for us to go. We hope you'll join us again same time next week. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a great day.